Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. WTWD Plant City. WLCC Brandon. Faith Talk Tampa. Download the Faith Talk Tampa app or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. Up next is Fresh Wind Radio, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. This program is pre-recorded. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. Everyone is in angst of how we're going to do it. And I was thankful that at that moment that I, that, that I could do it. And then my brother stepped in and said, and we said, he said let's do this. And I said, I said, if we did not have it, you cannot do it. And there's people that you want to help and bless, but you can't do it if you don't have it. So the first thing you got to do is you got to make sure you what? Because when you have it, you can, but if you don't have it, you can't, all you can do is talk about it. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. Abraham, no, it's Isaac. Now, this is his son. The Bible says in, in Genesis uh, 26, when Isaac, if you go to the top of Genesis 26, the Bible says there was a famine in the land. It says right here, when Isaac planted a crops in that year, he'd harvested a hundred times more grain than he planted, for the Lord blessed him. He became what? And his wealth continued to grow. So if God had a problem with money, why would the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob all be? Because God could have broke folk if he wanted to use them. And I'm saying, not saying he cannot use. I'm just saying you cannot demonize it. Just because you have is not a negative thing. Amen. Got it? Number three, Jacob. Look at the Bible says in, Jacob, in Genesis 28, 20. Then Jacob made a vow, a promise saying, if God will be with me, keep me on my journey. Give me food to eat, clothing to eat. He says, I will return to my father's house. He says, and God will be my God. He says, I will give a, he says, actually says, I will give a tenth of what I have. Now, this is before Malachi, where he makes a decision. He says, this stone will, will I set up as a pillar, uh, will be a sacrifice, a sacred place to me. And everything that you give me, I will give a tenth to you as an offering to signify my gratitude and my dependence upon you. Look what it says in uh, Genesis 34, 3. As a result, as a result, as a byproduct, what the Bible says, he became what? All right, next one, next one, next one, next one, next one. Job. Now, I'm just giving you the Bible, so don't get mad at me, okay? This is the Bible. This is the Bible. He owned 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 teams of oxen, 500 female donkeys. He had many servants. He was, in fact, the what? 
God can use anybody. Now, here's what he did, though. Job's sons would be preparing for a feast at their homes, and they would also invite their three sisters to celebrate. When these celebrations ended, sometimes Job, for several days, Job would purify his children. Look what he would do. He would get up early in the morning and offer a sacrifice to cover his kids. To whom much is given, much is required. As long as you can move when he tells you to move, he got no problem with giving it to you. He stops giving it to you when you can't move when he tells you to move. You have leveled up. You have tapped your level, meaning God will ask you to do things to see if you still do it. And if you don't do it, he said, he cool with that because you just showed me your level. I'm going to say it again. God will keep asking you to see how high you want to go. And he can take you to any level you want to go. If you don't put a limit on God, God will put a limit on you. But all of us have certain levels or thresholds that we say, you know what, I'm good here. <laughs> we good. But God, the Bible says we go from faith to faith and glory to there's levels. Okay, let's go to Solomon. The Bible says in Chronicles, 2 Chronicles 9, King Solomon surpassed all the kings of the earth with wealth and wisdom. Now, if you don't know, Proverbs were written by Solomon, Ecclesiastes were written by, the Bible calls him the wisest, smartest man in the world, ever. Ever, 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 ever. Now, look what he did here in 1 Kings 3. Solomon loved the Lord and followed the decrees as his father David did, offered sacrifices at the local worship places. Now, this is the crazy story where he offered a thousand, a thousand, a thousand sacrifices. Now, I'm not trying to say that equates to a thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm just reading the Bible, okay? I know y'all watch TV. First thing, you give a thousand dollars, you can have your whole new, new house. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Did I say that? I didn't say that. I'm just saying what the Bible says. <clears throat> you cannot buy God. You cannot. But you can trigger a blessing. And you can't tell God how to bless you. So I'm saying? So my point is, you can give something, and it may not come back in money, but it may come back in favor. It may come back in a promotion. It may come back in a settlement. It may come back in an inheritance. It may come back in a lawsuit. You just don't know how God going to do it. That's not your job. Your job is just to obey God and to let him do it how he want to do it. Amen? <clears throat> the Bible says, after he gave that offering... Verse 5, that night the Lord appeared to him in a dream and says, what do you want? Golly, Jesus. Imagine God saying, what you want? What you want? What you want? So God has no problem with you having things as long as things don't have you. That's it. Amen. Amen. Let's read David. Let's read David. Now, notice I did Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Solomon, Job. These, if you look at the Bible, these are heroes. Okay, okay, okay. David, this is First uh, Chronicles 29. Then King David turned to his entire assembly. He says, my son Solomon, whom God has clearly chosen as the next king, is still young and experienced. 
The work ahead of him is enormous. But the temple he was about to build is a building. It's not mere mortals. It's for God himself. Using every resource of my command, I have gathered as much as I could for the building of the temple of God. Now, th- now there is enough gold, silver, iron, bronze, onyx, and costly, uh, and, and, and costly um, precious stones, costly jewels, all fine marble. And now, and now, because of my devotion, to the temple of God, I'm giving all of my private treasury. He says, I've already given. But see, what David knows is that he is on the backside of the mountain. So what you realize, and you'll see as people get older, they often start to get themselves ready for heaven. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, sometimes they get nicer. Don't know how many days I got left. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to catch up. You know what I'm saying? He says, my private treasures of gold and silver to help construction. This is in addition to the building materials I have already collected. I'm donating more than 112 tons of gold. Now, you, you just don't, that, that, if you do the math on that, it's just ridiculous. 262 tons of refined silver to be used for the general walls for the other gold and workmanship. Now then, look what he says, who will follow my example and give offerings to the Lord today? Then the leaders, the families, and the brothers and sisters all came together and started doing what he did. Now, people also ask me, Pastor, why do you tell people when you give? I said, well, I'm just following what he did. He told the whole church, listen, this is what I'm going to do. We're in the process of building something. This is my commitment level to it. And then let everybody fall in wherever they want to fall in at. But what I try to show people is the Bible. Everyone say the Bible. <clears throat> there was no mortgages in the Bible. They raised it and they built it. Amen. Amen. Now I'm not against anybody having a mortgage. Get rid of it as quickly as possible. Amen. Amen. So you see, I got real tight and quiet, real tight and quiet. Right there. What are you talking about? Study the word mortgage. To help you, the word means death grip. Let's look at it and say, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm not going to say that no more. <laughs> death grip or death, because what do most people stress about? Now, like I said, it's not a negative. I said just get rid of it as quickly as what? You sleep better. Because nobody knocking on your door now. You say, don't, don't, don't misquote me. You still got to pay your taxes. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Now, I taught you all this so that you can be ready for whatever God calls you to. Okay? So, this story. Jesus just passed away in the Bible. And I want you to hear this story. And the whole premise of me talking today was so that you can be ready for whenever God asks you to do something. Let's read. Let's read, church. This is Matthew 27, verse 57. When it came evening, there came a, what kind of man? From Arimathea, Arimathea, whose name was Joseph, who was a disciple of what? So therefore you can be rich. 
and a disciple. He went to Pilate and said, can I have the body for Jesus? I'm going to bury him. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. People often wonder if God still speaks, and the answer is yes. The real question is, have we tuned in to listen? God has not changed, and him wanting to communicate with us has not changed either. Just like he spoke with Adam, God wants to speak with you. Imagine God giving you insight on the direction you need to take in life. In my new book, How to Hear God, He Still Speaks, I'll give you the keys to hearing God's voice. Go to my website, jomocousins.com. Again, jomocousins.com and grab your copy. God bless. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. So therefore, you can be rich and a disciple. He went to Pilate and said, can I have the body for Jesus? I'm going to bury him. If Joseph didn't have the money, come on, raise your hand if you've been here, been to a funeral, and everyone trying to figure out how we're going to pay for it. Come on, raise. Come on, if you have family, to God be the glory. If you have family... You've been to one, one of them funerals where, eh, how, eh, how are we going to do Joseph, Aramatha, was ready for his moment. Imagine being in the books of heaven that I was the person. To pay for, Je- for Jesus' funeral. Now, obviously, God already knew who he was and prepared him for this. But if he did not have the resources, he could not say, listen, I got it. I'll bury Jesus. Wow. I remember when my mother passed away. And my, 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 my mother had seven sisters and a brother. And they were all in a room arguing about who's going to pay for the funeral. And most of them have traveled many miles. And they used all their money to get there which we all appreciate. But then they said, we don't have anything else. And I said, let's not, let's not argue about this. I got it. And my little brother came up to me, and he had everything he had. I mean, I, I was thinking about it in the back. Before I came out, I started crying. Lee came back there and said, you all right? I said, yeah, I'm all right. 
I, I, I remember that moment in that room where, where you, everyone is in angst of how we're going to do it. And I was thankful that at that moment that I, that, that I could do it. And then my brother stepped in and said, and we said, he said, let's do this. And I said, I said, if we did not have it, you cannot do it. And there's people that you want to help and bless, but you can't do it if you don't have it. So the first thing you got to do is you got to make sure you what? Because when you have it, you can, but if you don't have it, you can't, all you can do is talk about it. Boy, it'd be nice if we could do But wouldn't it be better to, to be able to move and say, you know what, I'm fixing that. We're not talking about that no more. What you need. How, how, how can we make this happen? I was sitting, uh, looking at a, one of our old videos. There's a sister that came to church. Iris, if you did, Iris, was up? And she said, Pastor, I, I'm dealing with some, some, some girls who are dealing with, uh, with issues of suicide. They're cutters. They're cutting themselves. And I want, I want to take them and get some help. I said, what you need? She said, $8,000. I said, we got you. She broke down right here. She said, huh? I said, no, no, no. The reason why God gives you stuff is when you see a situation that comes into your life, you can say, I got it. Don't worry about it. Because, see, if you don't have it, you can't, can't do it about it. But to say, I'll pray for you. I appreciate your prayers. But prayers is not going to help Tico. <laughs> prayers don't work in Publix. Have you tried it? <laughs> when you go to Publix, hey, listen, 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 listen. <laughs> it, the Bible says money answereth. You have to have something to do. That's why you have to master your money. Because God may want you to make a move, and when your opportunity comes, you're ifing and button. And you miss your moment. We got one life, one shot. Yes, you know what? Thank you, sir. You're in the spirit. You're in the spirit with me right there, brother. I just looked over. So I said, I told my wife, I said, I need some blocks. She said, you ain't going to take the blocks off the side of the house. I said, what other blocks I'm going to take, woman? What other blocks I'm going to take? The ones off the side of the house. <laughs> she said, boy, you certifiable. I said, yes, I am certifiable. The Bible says this. Lay not your treasures here on earth where moth and rot decay. So what happens, sometimes we're building our temple here on earth. And boy, it is nice and it's big and it's tall. But the challenge is you've made no foundation in heaven. You're going to leave this temple behind. Let me help you. Somebody going to be in your house. Somebody going to be driving your car, talking about, this is my car. Because anybody had a used car before? If you had a used car before, you drive it like it's yours. But guess what? Somebody had that car before you. Hallelujah. Somebody going to be up in your tub. <laughs> you going to have to leave that behind. So the Bible is saying, lay not your treasures up here. He says, rather than stack everything on this side, 
least balance it out. So that when you step up, you don't have a up, you don't have a downgrade. Oh Lord. If you ever flown first class and they take you from first class to coach. Why is it so tight? Why are you so close to me? You start asking yourself. He says, lay up for yourself treasures where neither moth nor rot decay. How close is this? There's a guy. <coughs> he gets to heaven. He said, man, I've been waiting for this moment all my life. He said, okay, cool, 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 cool. cool. You know, when you're new to stuff, you get really, really excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the Bible says, uh, Jesus says, in my father's house, there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. So, he gets into heaven, y'all. So, he's walking through the, the mansion neighborhood. And it's walking. Come on, man, let's go. So, he walked through the mansion neighborhood. He said, hey, 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 man. The Bible says there's mansions. He said, yeah, there are mansions. But there's also houses, too. Come on. They walk through the house neighborhood. Then they go to the townhouse neighborhood. He said, but the Bible says there's mansions. Yeah, there's mansions, there's houses, and townhouses. Come on, come on, come on. Now they're in the apartment neighborhood. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. The Bible says. Yeah, yeah, the Bible says there's mansions. There are mansions. You saw the mansion. You saw the community. You saw the townhouses. Now in the apartments. He said, but, but, but what was wrong? He says, what, what, what's, nothing's wrong. We did the best we can with what you sent us. You build your house based on what you choose to do. That's why he says, make sure you're laying up a foundation where wrath and moth, and moth don't decay it. Make sure you're preparing for your other side because you don't want to be regretting the choices you make. Because see, God may give you 50, 60, 70, 80 years, but you're going to be on that side for eternity. So how you want to live? The choice is yours. The decision is yours. So Jesus says, listen, look at it. Do not lay up for yourself treasure on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourself treasure in heaven where neither moth no rust decays, nor thieves break in and steal. This is an eternal foundation. Oh, Jesus. So, the longer I live, the more I want to give. The longer, because see, at the end of the day, there's only so much I could do here. This is not my home. The Bible says we're foreigners here. My home is in glory. So I understand I'm just passing through. <laughs> well, the Bible says, but this life is but a vapor. But I'll be with God forever. I'll be with my mother forever. I'll be with my grandfather forever. I'll be with my father forever. So I want to make sure that when I get there, I can hear God say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter in the joy of the Lord. I ask you today, do you know him? 
Do you know Jesus is your Lord and Savior? He is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. No one comes to the Father but through the Son. Romans 10, 9 says, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you shall be saved. If you want something different, you got to do something different. If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always gotten. Change begins with you. Now hear me, believer. You may say, Pastor, I didn't know about all this. That's all good. Just start. God said he will redeem your time. He can allow you to catch up. God can do it. Trust him. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio. We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525.